1: Days zero immediate reaction. We're back to back days with it. We have another big show right now because the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special trailer is officially here on BD. Everybody, let's go around top to bottom and introduce yourselves while I tell Twitter that we're live.
0: Uh, Hey, everybody. It's Aaron Perrine here. Excited to see all your wonderful, smiling faces for the second day in a row. Adam,
2: what's going on, man? (laughs)
0: Can't <laughs> <annoy>. yeah
2: Harlow's <laughs> very upset with Cosmo right now yeah. uh, what's going on I can't we got it two trailers in two days man I'm uh, I'm hyped
3: hey everybody it's Jenna Anderson what a week what a week I picked the weirdest week to go out of town because everything Marvel keeps pulling me back in so happy to be here this is such a great trailer
4: Hey everyone, Liam, back again. Thanks for having me on. Aaron, I want to give a shout out to like the little purple tint in your hair. Yeah. Uh, obviously Black Panther related. I love it. Thank you. That's exactly what I was going for. And that's why I got lost to the black
0: goop yesterday while we were talking about Ant-Man. Now, I, I, hopefully <laughs> I'll stay connected for this whole thing on Guardians.
3: <laughs> hopefully. We missed you yesterday when you did blip out.
0: I sit... Richard a uh, thing for that same I will return graphic, mm-hmm. but he
1: didn't see it until afterwards. we're like, we'll get it. We'll get it next time. Next time.
3: <laughs> Just have it loaded up, ready to go.
1: Right. All right. So the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special trailer is here. We saw it. I mean, you know, maybe we saw a couple forms of it today, <laughs> but it is officially here. Uh, we're ha- we're, we're, this, this looks super fun. Let's go around with everybody's reactions. I mean top of my head this just looks like i mean an absolute blast i think that uh it's it's uh, the one thing i'm wor- i'm not worried curious about is how long is this going to be because i remember when this was described in the filming it was like yeah we're just filming it during the guardians of the galaxy volume 3 production uh and filming guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind footage for the the epcot ride at disney world so i was like oh, the holiday special is probably like this 25 minute you know, quick little thing. But then Werewolf by Night came along. And it was 52 minutes long with credits. So I'm like, is this almost going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy 2.5 full on almost an hour? I hope so, uh, because this this teaser trailer is like the Guardians of the Galaxy advent calendar come to life. And I just want to see this ma- uh, Mantis and Drax adventure. Kevin Bacon's in the MCU. And Star Lord, is he coming back to Earth? I don't know, but this looks, this just looks like a lot of fun. I'm curious if James Gunn's going to try to rip my heart out around the holidays. That's what he seems to love to do. Super, super fun trailer. I'm here for it. Uh, Aaron, what'd you think? Uh, Really, really fun. Um, It seems
0: like the MCU has continued to do the impossible. I usually don't go up for holiday specials like this. And if this and Hawkeye both end up being amazing, I'll be like, man, I really have to do... Something will fill the Charlie Brown-sized hole in my heart. So I'm excited. Excited to see Kevin Bacon run for his life. I feel like there might be another... Inclusion guest star that's not here. That Kevin Bacon is supposed to be there to help throw us off the scent. So excited! Who you got? Who 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 you put in the Vegas odds on? Man, if it's not Mark Hamill, like stop mm-hmm. playing with us on Twitter, old man. I love him, but like he's sitting here jumping around like, oh,
4: this looks interesting. Mm, wow, William, <laughs> what you think of the trailer? Yeah, I really dug it. This honestly feels like one of the biggest things the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done on Disney Plus strictly because it's an extension of all these theatrical heroes being brought to a streaming special. Like we've had our spinoffs with like Loki, Sam Wilson, Bucky Barnes, like all guys that have had prominent roles in the MCU so far. But the fact that this is looking like Guardians 2.5 is really, really fun. And I like how it seems like it's going to bridge the gap between Love and Thunder and Volume Three. And a lot of people have said, like, you know, do we really need all these Disney Plus specials and shows to tie into the greater MCU? This seems like it's doing exactly what a special presentation is serving to do. Have a fun adventure while also including some really important content along the way.
1: It's interesting you point out the uh, the fact that this feels like a real continuation of characters from movies from the Infinity Saga. Uh, This is actually the first Guardians of the Galaxy project, I mean, besides Thor Love and Thunder, but Guardians titled project that will not have Gamora in it, as far as we know. I mean, maybe somehow there's a credits tag or something to show us, you know, where we're going to find them in Volume 3. But let that sink in. R.I.P. Gone for the Soul Stone. Adam, what'd you think of the trailer?
2: Uh, Between Werewolf by Night and this trailer, I'm 110% in on this special presentation. It's... uh enough with the the world ending stuff, you know, the, the characters they managed to put in the 48 minutes of werewolf by night. Um, and what they're going to do with this, you know, is, is truly wonderful, you know, to compare it to other shows. They, they did as much character development and character work in, in the one shot as, as some of these shows, you know, which is absolutely insane. And they, they can afford to do that because the stories are, are super scaled down. Even looking at this, this is a Kevin Bacon, the heist movie, it would appear. <laughs> um, and I'm sure we're going to get all sorts of sad people. Um, you know, especially star Lord, but at the same time, you know, I didn't anticipate Drax and Mantis kind of leading the charge on this. Um, but yeah, man, I'm all in on these, these, Presentations.
1: Yeah, I find I find that really interesting that Drax and Mantis are seemingly uh like the main characters, but I am curious what that means because it doesn't look like Star Lord's on Earth in this one. So are we gonna see whatever Star Lord's doing in the meantime? And it's just split and this trailer only showed us the the earthbound saga. I don't know. Jenna, what'd you think?
3: I I agree with everything that everyone said. I am also curious because like part of me had built up in my head after Vin Diesel had said in a dozen different interviews of like, we're going to Planet X at some point. Part of me almost expected the holiday special to be like, we're going to teach all of the trees on Planet X, like the meaning of Christmas. So I almost wonder if that might be like part of what Peter partially ends up doing. Also, because I would just love to see that. That would be amazing. I... I agree with Adam. I think the special presentations are the future of the MCU in a way. I think this feels like picking up a one shot of a comic with characters that you know, and that you recognize, but you don't have to have the long term commitment of reading a miniseries, reading a maxi series Like you can just enjoy it for what it is. And so I'm really excited to see what this entails. This is exactly what I wanted.
1: Um, I, I'm with y'all. I, I think the special presentation stuff uh, is is the way to go in the future. I hope they do more of this. And As much as I have loved, and I've had a love-hate relationship with the series, mostly love. I, I enjoy them for the most part, but I've expressed my my criticisms. I, I, I think the special presentations are one for one right now, uh, and I really think that they could do some really cool stuff on Disney Plus with this. Um, okay, a couple talking points we got written down here. This first one, uh, Cosmo is being voiced by Maria Bakalova, who you may have just seen in Borat 2 uh she's also in bodies 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 i have not seen a24s bodies 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 has anybody seen that anybody here seen that
3: i have not but i've heard it's very good and she was so good in borat too that like as soon as i knew she was involved in this i was so excited i can't wait to hear cosmos voice because it's something i feel like we've all heard like imagined in our minds ever since he first showed up so this is going to be cool
1: yeah oh, uh, Cosmo talking is going to be a trip Cosmo talking is going to be an absolute trip Kevin Bacon talking point here. Who put this one in the in the in the spreadsheet here? Go Liam Crowley, go t- yeah, take Yeah, I, I feel major. like I
4: owe everyone like a really deep cut breakdown after the response from yesterday's uh, show. So, the one I had for this holiday special, uh, Kevin Bacon in his uh, lawn has Chip and Dale's inflatable ornaments. Um and while he's not involved in any Chip and Dale's projects, the first credit on his filmography is National Lampoon's Animal House where he plays a character named Chip Diller. So, maybe it's a coincidence, but My brain thinks otherwise. Hold on. I'm sending a message to try to get a live guest
1: on here. This is ridiculous. It's probably not going to happen, but.
3: (laughs) Stranger things have happened.
1: It's Chip and Dale, isn't it? It is not Chip or Dale. It's
3: Kevin Bacon Uh, himself. He's going to break in silence and being on the MCU. (laughs)
1: John Mulaney, what are you doing here? <laughs> all right, all right. That is, I, I saw that fact go into the spreadsheet and I was like, dude, how does Liam even make these connections? How do, I just wish my brain works that way. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, and anybody in the comment section right now, by the way, since we're live on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. If you're listening to us in podcast form, you know, five star reviews, but live comment section. I encourage y'all to drop your talking points and things you wanna talk about from this trailer. Uh, we will get to those. We love the comment section. Uh what do we got here this? Oh 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 we have a possible Eternals connection. Possible Eternals connection. Who was this you again
4: Liam? This was me again. Um it's not in the trailer specifically, but there were set photos of Drax and uh Mantis walking in Hollywood Boulevard and there are movie posters for Kingo uh movies uh from Bollywood and all that stuff. So there might be reason to believe that maybe Kevin and, Kevin Bacon and Kingo have worked together, maybe he references him. Who knows? And uh, Kingo has had some shine on Disney Plus before, obviously with that Miss Marvel reference in one of the earlier episodes.
1: Be interesting to see if they bring the movie star element into it. And we already saw Nathan Fillion on a poster once in in a James Gunn.
3: Did uh, we? Though movie. we barely saw it. <laughs> I mean, like
1: we saw set photos that we kind of almost saw it in the movie. I don't know if it's in a set photos. It count? Does it count as canon? Who knows uh what else what else what else what else we got oh so uh, one thing i want to talk about is how this compares to the footage at comic-con for guardians of the galaxy volume three obviously these are two completely different projects so they're going to be completely different footage but the tone of them is so bizarrely not bizarrely different but so very very different um the guardians of the galaxy volume three footage at san diego comic-con had your boy crying in the in the crowd i was crying in the club right there uh that footage was so so good and it was set to a song that if you listen to it now, like, I don't know, maybe it was just a cathartic moment for me or some kind of life-changing moment to sit there and listen to uh, to this song as it stood with the footage from Guardians of the Galaxy. But the Flaming Lips song, do you realize it's just so heavy? And there's comedy. It cuts straight back to comedy after some, some weighty, emotional, meaty moments. But um, this does not seem to be going for that same depth of emotion even though this is just one trailer so it very well might but that footage of Guard- at guardian at, at San Diego Comic-Con of Guardians volume 3 was just so so good but also way way heavier than this as a guardians fan i'm real curious to see if they release the same trailer and you're not surrounded by 7000 people who are the most hardcore marvel fans who slept on the sidewalk all night to see it if you if that energy will translate to everybody the same way it did in that room uh, but We'll see. We'll see when that happens. But yes, these, the, I just wanted to point out this does look very, very different from the guardians volume three footage uh, for whatever that's worth. One thing I wanted to point out, you know, the Iron Man fan in me had to bring them up. There is footage in this. We're going to Hollywood. Drax and Mantis are walking down Hollywood Boulevard. They're right on there on the walk of fame. We have seen the walk of fame. We have seen Hollywood Boulevard in the Marvel Cinematic Universe before in Iron Man three, the Chinese theater got blown up by the extremists, uh, experiment by a soldier who had the extremis uh serum i guess for lack of a better word uh infused into their body i'm real curious if there's gonna be like an iron man 3 nod a memoriam to the people who died at the chinese theater in the mcu uh i don't know that's kind of crazy because aaron and i will be at the chinese theater tomorrow night so if you're there say hi but don't pull like an iron man 3 stunt because i'm looking for that but uh, I'm curious, you know, I, I, that's the that's the kind of thing that in the, like phase, phase one, phase two, you'd really see those sort of little tiny nods saying, let, reminding you all the time these things are connected. I'd love to see it. You know what? Iron Man fan. Iron Man 3 is a good movie. Also a Christmas movie. So there's a way to tie together the first MCU Christmas project with the outright holiday special of it all. Just some thoughts. Just some thoughts. Jenna, you had a point, I think, on here. On the oh,
3: yeah. So one of the biggest points of speculation, I know, in the lead up to this has been, are we going to get any new characters in this? I know Aaron kind of put his bets on Mark Hamill um, particularly as Santa Claus. I will get into that first. But I know people have speculated, like, could we see Adam Warlock? Could we, like, lean into the kind of, like, Messiah-esque complex that he has by having him debut in a Christmas-themed special? Could we get Silver Surfer in some capacity? Is Kevin Bacon the tease that James Gunn had when he talked about how the special's going to introduce, like, one of the greatest MCU characters of all time? Like, we'll have to wait and see. I did want to mention the Santa of it all, because it does feel like a thing of, like, even if he... Even if we don't get Mark Hamill as Santa, which at this point I'm really hopeful that we will in some capacity, um, the idea of Christmas in the MCU and of Christmas in the Marvel Universe is really weird because Santa is can- like canonically one of the biggest Omega-level mutants that has ever existed um, in the... Uh, Marvel holiday special of 1991. The X Men basically figured out through Cerebro that um, Santa has all of these mutant abilities that basically make him Santa. Of uh, he can, you know, live forever. He can manipulate gravity, which is how he can get up and down trim- chimneys. He can teleport. He can manipulate the weather. He has all of these abilities that, like when you classify them as a mutant, they make him. Unbelievably powerful, but he just happens to be Santa. So I would give anything to see them deal with that in some way, because just canonizing Santa, the Omega level mutant, would be so cool.
1: Man, what a what a holiday season it is for Santa Claus, too. By the way, yeah, he's he's John wick in Violent Night could be showing up in the holiday special. I would love to. see I know Adam has thoughts. I know Adam. I heard. I know there's some silver surfer talk. You know, people.
2: Oh like, don't man, belong. don't. Yeah, please. I mean, why not? You know, they're they're driving along. They just got done opening presents. They just got done, you know, eating their Christmas ham or or whatever. They know nowhere or <laughs> contracts. Yeah, and the the surfboard comes crashing through their spaceship windshield. Um, <laughs> I would love for them to like. Bring Santa in, but don't make him an Omega level mutant. Make him like an Omega level inhuman. Just Aww. to like stop <laughs> just to like turn things up a little bit further. The North
3: Pole's just full of Terragen mist.
2: Oh, please. Please. Just go that way. And it'll be the best thing ever. Uh, but no, I think I think Santa's probably a, a really safe bet. I would the thing is, I think Jenna mentions that James said something about um this setting up volume three or like the stories connecting somehow so that leads me to believe i mean adam warlock might show up um, at the tail end of it or or something i don't know silver surfer would be awesome i mean galactus and then you could get the fire lord and morgue and frankie ray and no we are
1: ridiculous yo and, listen uh, this is a holiday special no, uh, yeah. <laughs> so what? You mean there can't be
2: like twenty superheroes. In have this? you not
3: seen the Star Wars holiday special where it's just cameos after cameos after cameos like that? Boba that Fett would they in it. Yeah, we have, we have we have so many guest stars in that special. I I would love if like I love that we get Kevin Bacon, but if we had like even remotely that number, it would be so Richard great.
1: Ryder. Right. Yeah. See,
3: exactly. Yeah. What are the
2: If Mark Hamill is Santa, they've got to reference the Star Wars special, right? Oh,
3: without a doubt. That's yeah. why it's yeah. like that. All of that clicked together so easily because it's like when the holiday special precedent was really set by Star Wars. I feel like you have to take that opportunity. And when Mark Hamill has not been in any of James Gunn's superhero stuff, this feels like the perfect way to bring him in. Like, I will yep. be shocked if that doesn't happen.
0: You call oh. him this stuff hair braided, but I, I'm with some of the people in the chat. The first thing I thought about, since we're in Los Angeles, is what if Wonder Man lives next to Kevin Bacon? Like, uh, I was sad. I know. I'm internet pilled that badly. But I'm like, <laughs> oh, you have to have introduced him at some point. Like, why not? Just
1: let James Gunn introduce everybody, you know? I feel like I'm just such a Guardians fan that like... They're the characters that I'm so satisfied with them as an ensemble that it's the one project where I'm not like, give me more characters. But I you love also did like a
3: three-hour movie with them in like six months anyway. So you'll you'll listen, you'll, you'll yeah. Be and you know what,
1: Jenna? That seems to be the last time. Okay. And I'm not Fair ready. Point. All right. Fair I need all my time with the <laughs> guardians. I love these characters.
3: i <laughs> will <laughs> play the video game like a dozen times in the meantime.
1: That's true. That's true. No, I, I, I I really am so curious what the emotional journey of this one's going to be. Cause I really don't feel like James Gunn's going to do something without, you know, really packing an emotional punch. What is it going to mean to like star Lord to meet Kevin Bacon? Who's going to end up watching footloose and having a complete change, have it completely change their lives. Like it happened to the rest of us, you know, except Peter Parker. Uh, but yeah. No, okay. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh, Oh, I think one of the payoffs could be You know, maybe, maybe Star-Lord coming to Earth, because if you think about it, he hasn't really spent time on Earth since his mother died, with the exception being stepping through a portal from Titan into the destroyed Avengers HQ, which really I don't think is gonna drum up any emotional memories for him. That's definitely not Missouri. Uh, And then he went to New Asgard really briefly, it seemed. We don't really know exactly how long he was there, but then he left. He, He jetted out of there pretty much as fast as he could. So maybe coming back for the holidays, could be the emotional payoff. of this. I don't know. I feel like that's something you save for guardians volume three, if anything, but I don't know you guys think uh, uh, Peter's going to make his way to earth at all.
3: I feel like he saved that for volume three. Like you said, like the emotion of it just feels so much stronger. And plus you get to play off the novelty of like bringing Kevin Bacon to wherever Peter is. Like, I feel like that is so much funnier than bringing Peter to earth and having this big cathartic Christmas moment. So, but I don't know. We'll see.
1: I just want to point out something for the first time ever since Spider-Man No Way Home, I actually named that kid and the comment section said, Peter who? So the joke is not (laughs) dead. Just yesterday we were saying the joke is dead and I won't Uh... let it die. The joke is not dead. It lives on. It lives on. Uh, What else we got? Uh, Liam had another
4: interesting note here about the marketing windows for these holiday specials. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get obsessed with marketing campaigns ever since Thor Love and Thunder waited like two months before it came out to drop the trailer. Um, And the fact that this trailer came and the title card revealed the holiday special is coming on Black Friday, which is November 25th, the day after Thanksgiving, kind of sets this marketing window at one month, which was essentially with the same thing for Werewolf by Night uh, as that trailer dropped on September 10th and then premiered on October 7th. But the biggest difference is we've known about this holiday special since Disney Investor Day way back in December 2020. Marvel didn't acknowledge Werewolf by by Night's existence until D23 in September. So I do wonder with special presentations in the future, if they're about characters we already know, are we gonna get announcements and then trailers later on? Or are we gonna, is Guardians like a one-off where we announced it so long ago, but in the future, surprise, here's a trailer, Special presentation coming in a month if you weren't following all the set photos beforehand.
1: I did find it really interesting that Werewolf by Night was basically its existence was a secret <laughs> until it was announced with a trailer. And this was the opposite where it was announced a while ago. And uh, But this was one of those uh, investor day announcements. So I feel like they really wanted to show like, hey, let's up that stock value because we have Guardians of the Galaxy coming to Disney Plus. Whereas Werewolf by Night, sorry, Adam. I don't know if at the time it would have had as big of a bump to them prices.
2: Yeah, it had the biggest bump. What are you talking about? Go back and look at the chart. <laughs> of my fair, investor friends said, "Adam, I can't believe it. Man, thank God Disney stock to go through. This is not investing advice. I don't want to get in trouble." That's <laughs> I will
1: give you though, Werewolf by Night's probably it's it's top three, if not top two, maybe top one, depending on who you are, and if your name rhymes with Schmadam Schmarnhart, but. <laughs> Werewolf by Night is up there, man. That turned out to be one of the best things. It made my top
2: one list. Um, The marketing windows for this is even with uh, with the special presentation and streaming stuff. I mean, look at Netflix. They uh, release trailers the week of. Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just like you you don't need to buy your tickets, and and you don't need to say, okay, I'm going to go to the theater for this. You know, you go out to the living room and turn the TV on, or you watch on your phone, or watch wherever on your vr headset if you must you know so uh (laughs) i wonder if this i know we only got the one for Werewolf by night but i do wonder if we'll get a little more for this we still haven't got gotten uh werewolf by night toys or anything right but they did a guardians advent lego calendar and I'm assuming they'll probably do more
3: stuff. They did do Funko Pops for this. Like they're, they've they already mm-hmm. been out before we even had released it for the special. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I I'm buying like- the advent calendar nice hell yeah um i do think to adam's point about like marketing campaigns and stuff it just seems like there's so much out there nowadays that like you need to just go fast you need to get people's attention and then not tell them hey come back in two or three months and watch a thing like having it be hey come back in a month and watch a thing feels much easier in the landscape of things so i think they're they're approaching this in a really smart way
1: yeah i feel like this was going to have some strong mcu connections stronger than werewolf by night obviously and That was a a completely standalone new character. I feel like it's inevitable that this one is going to propel us really into Volume 3. I think, Jenna, were you saying earlier that it feels like this is really going to bridge that gap between Volume 2 and Volume 3 nicely? I really feel like that's going to be true.
3: It is, definitely. Like, I think that... Just And and even just getting to have that kind of storytelling, because it does feel like so many of the trilogies and onward in the MCU, it's just like the the difference between the installments is so definite. And so getting this little interlude is definitely going to be good.
1: One other thing I actually should have pointed out when comparing the Comic-Con footage with Volume 3, Groot starting to look like a linebacker here in, <laughs> in this footage. I'm telling you right now, when you see Groot in the Volume 3 trailer, I, I thought he looked like a linebacker there. More now, I'll say defensive lineman. This man is just—it's bulking season for Groot lately, and he is—he uh, is planting those roots uh, and sprouting. So I think it's going to be cool to see con- to continue to see new iterations of Groot. I thought this was inevitably going to grow into another Groot that looked like, you know, the Groot we saw in Guardians One, the Hot Toys figure that I love so much, first one I ever bought, but. Clearly, they're just trying to drain my wallet even further and give me new figures to buy. And we have multiple iterations of Groot, uh, but he's been hitting the weights. Clearly, somebody's been watering that kid and he is he's bulking up. Uh, I do want to also go, oh. go ahead. No, go I was going
3: to say the head to body ratio for Groot reminds me of like the Goombas from the Super Mario Brothers live action movie. It's okay, just like very small head, very built body. So I, it's just mm-hmm. delightful.
1: I want to point out here this this shot of the Hollywood sign. It looks like, now we've seen stuff like this before. I know we said this about Thor Love and Thunder Trailer and we were wrong, but it looks like something has been edited out. There is almost certainly a ship landing there, right? Yeah, I can see that. I mean, that's some smoke coming out from behind oh, the room. sun. <laughs> what?
0: No, Listen, i only oh.
1: 26.
2: Unless it is the high evolutionary's base and uh, like his secret villain layer is behind the sign <laughs> and that's like out. the was <laughs> opening up. Yeah. That would be that the
3: coolest is, thing.
1: <laughs> I mean, there is something either landing or coming out from under the ground in the, behind the Hollywood sign. Uh, and there we are. Look, no, no Iron Man, no Iron Man three, not yet in this shot of Hollywood Boulevard. I'll tell you right now, you pan that camera to the right a little bit. You see an Iron Man wax figure at Madame Tussauds. So they better they better just happy hogan almost died right there okay happy hogan almost died right there all right anything else we want to talk about guardians of the galaxy holiday special dropping on disney plus one month from today it's so close yet so far anything else we want to discuss about this uh this trailer before we wrap up our immediate reaction episode the second in two days
4: uh um, i did just want to add real quick oh no aaron you can go oh dang it we're both doing it uh go ahead, Liam. <laughs> okay fair enough uh well we were dancing around you know it feels like it's going to be important it feels like it's going to be big um Gunn has said before uh on twitter and in interviews before with collider and radio times he's called it the epilogue of phase four there's a lot of big information in there it's in canon it's about the guardians you're going to learn stuff that you need to learn before volume three it's great i'm really happy with it so um you know it remains to be seen if those words end up ringing true but the man himself is calling this crucial information
1: he did hype. Uh, the only time, the only time, Gunn has almost, almost lost my trust was when he super, super hyped the Guardians of the Galaxy one credit scene. I thought for sure Iron Man was flying to space to meet them. I remember the rumor mill back in twenty fourteen, space armor, Tony Stark, and it was Howard the Duck sipping a martini. Now I know some of y'all love Howard the Duck, but I felt like I got Captain America patience right there, and uh, I wanted to see the crossover because it was never enough for Brandon. But no, ultimately, I do think this one is going to... Honestly, I don't feel like I even need MCU connections to love this one. Like I said, I love these characters. But I, I do feel like it's going to have all of that and more. And Vin Diesel, if y'all remember, in that interview I did with him back at Bloodshot, somebody referenced it earlier in this episode. I think it was you, Lee, and Planet X.
3: No, it was uh, me.
1: Jonathan. Okay, hey. Planet X. I'm so curious because James Gunn has also gone out and said... No, Alpha Group's not a real thing. So <laughs> you never know if we have a Tyrese on our hands with that Vin Diesel interview, claiming Morbius is in the MCU, or if Vin Diesel really is taking us to Planet X and and we're gonna see, you know, hometown for our favorite little tree. Someone's in the water in those Fast and Furious movies. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you, it's not um not it's not Black Adam. <laughs> uh <laughs> all right, we got any Any comments here that the invisible jet is landing up there? What a crossover. James Gunn has been talking about that. Uh, That Marvel DC crossover.
3: (laughs) Just in the one way we would never expect.
1: (laughs) All right. What were
0: what were you going to say a moment ago? Oh, I just keep laughing at like, what if has weird breadcrumbs in it that like something is going to happen, but it's not going to be exactly the same way as in what if, but It ends up happening with the guardians partying at that bar. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I've seen this before. What in the world? So we got the uh, we're gonna be doing that dance again, y'all. I know y'all saw the rankings episode, but it's like, let's go ahead and do what if. Let's see what happens.
1: (laughs) This is gonna be my number one for 2022. What? What guardians holiday special? Okay, I'm about to say what if season two. (laughs) (laughs) Man, what if season two? What if season two? it's coming <laughs> all right anything else you want to talk about adam anything you want to point out before we wrap up
2: oh man it looks great it looks uh, absolutely awesome everything christmas is awesome holiday is is awesome i love the christmas lights i love all the stuff i just can't wait to see kang pop up and help them celebrate since it's so important
4: <laughs> liam any final words today uh, no, just thanks for having me on again. This was a lot of fun, and I'm stoked for more MCU Christmas content. Hawkeye was a blast last year. It looks like this is going to continue this uh, tradition. Love it. Jenna?
3: Um, just go read some comics. Go read that 1991 Marvel special where Santa's an Omega-level mutant. Um, there's countless other Santa comic appearances and just countless Christmas comics. So, yeah, just dive into it and just, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Hey,
1: Love it, Aaron. I'll see you tomorrow night. What you yeah. got for us on the send off? Uh, it's at something like Hornet, and uh, I just
0: appreciate the chat remembering the glory that was Lizard at 226. Thank you guys, that was Lizard, Lizard, at
1: 226. <laughs> Lizard 226 is hanging out with Lil Icky right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you know, you know. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us for another immediate reaction episode of Phase Zero. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to the channel because we will have interviews regarding the Galaxy Holiday Special coming up here. We will have a video of Aaron and I going to the Black Panther Wakanda Forever premiere tomorrow night, and we will have our initial reactions. We will have a live show on Thursday, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific on youtube.com slash C slash Phase Zero. If you're listening to us in podcast form, just throw us a subscribe. Look at our beautiful faces every once in a while, and continue listening to our beautiful voices wherever you listen to your podcasts. Aaron, Adam, Jenna, Liam, thank you so much for joining on BD, we will see you on the channel whenever you want and for another live show on Thursday. See you there.